first day of the month. New things I now declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. Isaiah 42, verse 9. I saw a new heaven and a new earth, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. Revelation 21, verses 1 through 2. On the first day of each month, we look ahead, recalling the many opportunities God gives us to start afresh and to begin new ventures in discipleship. Jesus told his followers to take up the cross daily. Contrary to common belief, the cross is not some burden or challenge in life that we cannot escape or simply must endure, such as chronic disease or being unable to find work. Rather, the cross is something we can evade, but we nevertheless take it up willingly, even amid misgivings. In Gethsemane, Jesus reluctantly yet willingly accepted the cross that was presented to him. Thus, he defined his own instruction and set the pattern for discipleship. As a new month begins, ask yourself, am I willing, indeed eager, to see God at work in new ways in my life? Will I work to identify God's newness, particularly when it does not seem evident to me? Am I determined to trust in God's ways, even if I am apprehensive about what they hold in store? Will I seek in all things to give thanks to God? Opening Prayer In the beginning, O Lord, you created heaven and earth. You have promised to bring forth a new heaven and a new earth. Grant, therefore, to all of your people a firm conviction of your goodness and a zeal to participate fully in whatever you intend for us, that we may be effective witnesses to the world in both word and deed, a people who steadfastly proclaim your love through Christ our risen Savior. Amen. Psalm 8 God, brilliant Lord, yours is a household name. Nursing infants gurgle choruses about you. Toddlers shout the songs that drown out enemy talk and silence atheist babble. I look up at your macro skies, dark and enormous, your handmade sky jewelry, moon and stars mounted in their settings. Then I look at my micro self and wonder, why do you bother with us? Why take a second look our way? Yet we've so narrowly missed being gods, bright with Eden's dawn light. You put us in charge of your handcrafted world, repeated to us your Genesis charge, made us lords of sheep and cattle, even animals out in the wild, birds flying and fish swimming, whales singing in the ocean deeps. God, brilliant Lord, your name echoes around the world. From the book of Acts, chapter 10, verses 34 through 48. Opening his mouth, Peter said, I most certainly understand now that God is not one to show partiality, but in every nation the man who fears him and does what is right is welcome to him. The word which he sent to the sons of Israel, preaching priests through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. You yourselves know the thing which took place throughout all Judea, starting from Galilee, after the baptism which John proclaimed. You know of Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power, and how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses of all the things he did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They also put him to death by hanging him on a cross. 
God raised him up on the third day and granted that he become visible, not to all the people, but to witnesses who were chosen beforehand by God, that is, to us who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. And he ordered us to preach to the people and solemnly to testify that this is the one who has been appointed by God as judge of the living and the dead. Of him all the prophets bear witness that through his name everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who were listening to the message. All the circumcised believers who came with Peter were amazed, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also, for they were hearing them speaking with tongues and exalting God. Then Peter answered, Surely no one can refuse the water for these to be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we did, can he? And he ordered them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked him to stay on for a few days. From the Gospel according to John, chapter 7, verses 37 through 52. Now on the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke of the Spirit. Those who believed in him were to receive, for the Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Some of the people, therefore, when they heard these words, were saying, This certainly is the prophet. Others were saying, This is the Christ. Still others were saying, Surely the Christ is not going to come from Galilee, is he? Has not the scripture said that the Christ comes from the descendants of David and from Bethlehem, the village where David was? So a division occurred in the crowd because of him. Some of them wanted to seize him, but no one laid hands on him. The officers then came to the chief priests and Pharisees, and they said to them, Why did you not bring him? The officers answered, Never has a man spoken the way this man speaks. The Pharisees then answered them, You have not also been led astray, have you? No, one of the rulers or Pharisees has believed in him, has he? But this crowd, which does not know the law, is accursed. Nicodemus, he who came to him before being one of them, said to them, Our law does not judge a man unless it first hears from him and knows what he is doing, does it? They answered him, You are not also from Galilee, are you? Search and see that no prophet arises out of Galilee. Everyone went to his home. These are the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Friday's Prayer On this day, Lord Jesus, the flesh which you took upon yourself for us and for our salvation was hanged by us upon the cross. There you suffered all things and died that we might have life and have it in the abundance of your astounding grace. Blessed are you, Lord Jesus, with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, throughout time and all eternity. Amen. A prayer for those who have relapsed. O God of all mercies and comfort, who helps us in time of need, we humbly ask you to behold, visit, and relieve those who have relapsed for whom our prayers are desired. Look upon them with the eyes of your mercy. Comfort them with a sense of your goodness. Preserve them from the temptations of their addiction and give them patience under their affliction. In your time, restore them to the program and physical, mental, and spiritual health. And help them, we pray, to listen, 
believe, and do your will. Amen. A prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, it is in dying that we are born to eternal life.